G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Hey, g'day. How are you, digger? So good to be along with you. That is just the worst Australian accent, and I'm not showing any disrespect because we are going to Australia right now in Sydney, in fact, because there is a big night of boxing. It's Footy Fight Nights live on Sky Arena. If you're an Australia listener, you can see, you can book that on Foxtel and KO. It's on Sky Arena tonight. Paul Gallon, the co-headline act. Uh, he's up against former player Darcy Lussick. Now, there are plenty of footy players on the card in the No Limit Boxing production, which is the uh, company of the George Brothers. Uh, Should I say the Rose Brothers? Because I'm going to talk to George. You'll know George because he was the former Manly player, 129 games for the Seagulls, who won a premiership in 2011, denied the Warriors the 2011 grand final. But he's turned into one of the best boxing promoters going around. He joins us now. Hello, George. Hey, mate, you can't hold that uh, that grand final victory against me. Come on, mate. I do. I do because you should have been penalised for holding <laughs> holding uh, Lance Ohio back just before half time. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I can't recall that part. I can't recall it. Do you, do you miss... I just recall holding the trophy. <laughs> no, fair play. I, I, remember, I remember you and Watmo, and the, we, were, we were standing down uh, doing our present, post match presentation, and you and Watmo and the boys walking straight in front of us, just smiling, saying, ah. <laughs> look at us, look at us. How long did the celebrations go on on that one, mate? Uh, too long, too long. I'm still, um, I'm still feeling the effects of it 10 years later. Is that a, is that a part of your life you, you miss when you sit down and, and, and have, have quiet moments? No, I, I think it's a part of my life that I'm, that I'm grateful for. Um, I think that like, like I was lucky enough to have a, a long time in the NRL and, um, and, and I enjoyed absolutely every minute of it. Um, but I think I'm pretty blessed now to be doing something that I absolutely love as well. I've, I've always loved the fight, and so to be to be working in in the position I'm in now, I'm um, yeah, I'm happy. Did you realise that you was it didn't wouldn't have taken you too long to realise you were a bit of a cult figure, right? Because physically you weren't lean and mean, but you were still agile. You had great feet. Uh, was it was it was it a, a tr- it was it tough every week to st- stay on top of the game? Um, it was a bit of deception, mate. A bit of deception. Fooling with the body shape and um, be able to uh, be able to do a, a few extra things on top of it. So um, it was. Um, I was very lucky. I had a, um, a great S and C coach in uh, Donnie Singe. Um, oh who, yes, of course. You know, Ex army, right? Kept us up to the standards that we needed to be. Yeah, he was, um, mate. He was unbelievable, and 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 I do credit a big part of my success to, to being able to work under him. Well, now you've got success of a different kind. Where did the love of the fight game start? Well, well I've always loved the fight. I mean, since I was a kid, whenever a fight breaks out, you know, you, you jump around and get excited and, and, and want to see how, how the boys go. You know, I love being in fights. I love watching fights. <laughs> and um, and now to, to be in the position that I'm in where, where I can put on some great entertaining fights that I want to watch, it's, um, you know, I, I'm very lucky to be in this position. How much of a risk is it to, to say, right, me and my brothers, we're going to become boxing promoters? Because it, it takes cash, it takes contacts, it takes a whole lot of nows. How, how much of a risk is it? 
Um, massive risk, massive risk. But, but, you know, it's not something that just happened overnight where we just decided to go and put on a big show for 10,000 people. It's something we, we started off 10 years ago, well, not 10 years ago, eight years ago at the, um, at the Dubbo RSL. Now, that's a, a, a small venue for maybe about 500, 600 people. And, and um, that progression from there, you know, we put on the first fight and we're pretty good at it. We put on a great event. And so from there, we've been able to build, as the supporters built, and as the um, the quality of fighters and fights that we've been able to put on, as it's built, it's all built organically together. So um, now we're at the point where in the last last 14 months we've had uh, two stadium shows, a sellout a sellout event at Kudos Bank Arena, sellout events at Newcastle Entertainment Centre. Um, we're getting we're getting a lot of support behind Australian boxing here, and um, you know, as I said, half of that's a credit to the quality of. Yeah. of boxes that we have here and the quality of fights that we'll be able to put on. But, you know, a big part of that is also the events that we've been able to provide. We've, we provide really entertaining um, events for the people to be a part of and to watch at home. And, and a big part of that is putting on the fights that are 50-50 fights where you don't know what's going to happen and the boys just get in and yeah. have a good crack. Yeah, the, match- the match-ups is critical. Do you, do you, are you guys thinking big, though? Are you thinking, you know, can we, can we, t- can we become a global promoter? Well, look, we're not we're not slowing down in in what we're trying to do. You know, like I said, we started at the Double RSL with five hundred people. We've built mm-hmm. um, we've built to the point that we're at, and if everything keeps growing, then we're going to grow with it. If we end up global, then so be it. If we end up uh, doing fights on the moon, then so be it. You know, <laughs> I've, I've got no, I'm not holding back from nothing. But you know, we're very lucky. We've got guys like like Tim Zhu who is in uh, fantastic form. And in a position where he's going to challenge for a world title next year, and um, you know we're a part of that, so it's you know it's uh, there's no stopping where we're heading. Did you see Paul Gallen coming that he could do what he has done? I think I think with Paul, he's he's always been a tremendous athlete. He's a stubborn prick. I like playing against him for <laughs> for ten years. Uh, you know, he was a guy that, uh, as a forward pack up against him, you'd target him. If you can take him down, oh, yeah. then, you know, the, you, you kill their momentum, you kill the shark. But that was an effort that took, that took you know, six players on the, on the, in the forward pack, plus the four coming off the bench. All of us had to be a part of it to bring down one guy and, uh, and get the win over him on the footy field. So he's always been a stubborn bastard, and that's how he is in the ring too. He refuses to lose. He refuses to back down from anyone, and he's he's got to the point that he has because of because of the type of person that he is. Do you think the loss to Justice Hooney pretty much made him realise where he's at, and that maybe taking it to another level is maybe just a bit beyond his years? Um, well, he's forty now. He's forty now. Yeah. I'd, I would have loved to see a 26-year-old Paul Gallen in that same position. And I think, um, given that, that Justice is a special talent, I think any other uh, any other challenge for the Australian heavyweight title, you know, Paul probably wins. Um, but against a guy like Justice, who's a special talent, very young, very, very, um, you know, in, in peak condition, mm. in absolute peak condition, uh, you know, the odds were stacked against him well and truly in that fight. Um, and again, if, if if I'm promoting the fight, I'll make sure the the odds sit more yep. more evenly in his favour. At least you know, at least to a fifty fifty point. 
How how even is this co-main event fight between Gallon and Darcy Lussick? Uh, there's a there's a height and uh, reach difference on this one, but you know Paul Gallon's going to try and get inside and bash him early, right? Darcy Lussick throws absolute bombs. He has got he's got some of the heaviest hands that you'll see in the heavyweight division. Um, and and for Gal, if if it was a if it was over ten three minute rounds, Gal wins easily. Um, so to, to make it a fair fight, we had to bring the rounds down, bring the minutes down. So now three two-minute rounds where it's going to be an absolute flurry of punches, two <laughs> big boys um, just throwing down. So Darcy Lussick's got, got enough time to be able to land that big right hand, and uh, Paul Gallen's got the, the odds stacked against him. But it makes it a 50-50 fight, because like I said, Paul Gallen probably beats most heavyweights in the country. Three by twos, that's true corporate boxing. Oh, my goodness, this is going to... It's going to be... Oh, it's trench warfare from the get-go. Uh, the one I'm... I'm there's the, the two, obviously, fights that I am looking forward to, Justin Hodges and Nathan Ross. Nathan Ross said the press conference didn't hold back. He looks like he wants to finish Hodges off. Absolutely, absolutely, and and it's exciting. Like I, I had a go at I had a go at the Rostov. I said I've never known a winger who can throw a punch or can, or who can fight, <laughs> let alone play footy. So, you know, he, he's he's been able to play footy, and he, he's pretty confident that he can back it up in the ring too. He's got he's got great energy. He's got he's got plenty of skill, um, and he's been working hard. He's always been a hard worker. But like I said, oh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's it's quite mythical for me to see a winger in the ring throwing punches. So this is um, this is the first. I'll, I'll be excited to see it. Oh, you know what? I'm backing Chris Heinington against Leilua. I think I think Leilua will come out swinging early. I think he'll blow out of steam. I think he runs out of gas. Mate, that's a, that's another interesting one. They, you know, they, they were they were really friendly at the start. At the start of the, um, you know, when we first signed the agreement, they were yeah. all friendly and that. And then all it took was one comment. And one comment led to another from the other side. Now they're at the point where I had to break them up at the way. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't look. You head. didn't look comfortable. You didn't look comfortable. <laughs> you gave it. The, you gave it the bit of the Dana White look. Hey, hang on, boys. Hang on. Just back off. Back off. I don't get my my face in the way here. I mean, that must be part of the fun, right? A hundred percent, and I was excited to see it. And, 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 you know, I was sitting back enjoying it for a moment, and then I thought, holy shit, they're about to rip in here. And I, I thought, I better step in and break it up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the, you know, they're going to be ready to go. They're pumped. You, they're, it's going to be another good fight. You mean, and, again, like you said, I don't know how it'll go. Joey will be swinging early, but Hino's got a tank on him. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I, I understand that. He was always pretty cut for a, for a second row, front row, and in, in his day, even at the back end of his career. Uh, you mentioned the renaissance of Australian boxing, and Harry Garside wins an Olympic bronze medal, the first time anyone's, any Australians won a, an Olympic medal in 40-odd years. So he's making his pro debut, and this is, this is a big deal because the lightweight division is so deep globally, but he's, you've, you've matched it up with someone pretty handy, uh, Sashin, Mud, I think it's Mudalia, if that's the correct pronunciation. Yeah. He's nine and one. So, what do you know that we don't know about this fight coming up? Well, what I do know is that, like you said, Harry's Harry's won an Olympic medal first time in over thirty years for an Australian. He's a he's a special talent, and in deciding to turn pro, he didn't want to turn pro and take an easy fight, an easy win for his first fight. He's on a main event card. He's the co-main event of this card, massive card over here in Australia. Um, he wants a tough fight, and he wants to take tough fights. He wants to test himself, see where he's at. He hasn't taken a backward step in in all of his amateur career. He's always challenged himself to to be the best and and to learn from from every fight that he's had. So to dive straight in against someone with a nine and one record, 
um, is a perfect opening fight for him. And he wants to make a statement, announce himself to Australia and New Zealand, let them know that he's here to represent. And um, I'm looking forward to a massive career for Harry. Wow. So, so you don't you don't see this as a slight risk with the, someone with a record like that? Massive risk, massive risk. But that's the thing is that if he takes easy fights, mm. you know, it, it's not testing himself. It's not pushing him to the next level. And it's um, it's not going to keep us as, as entertained as, as we could be. So for him, he wants to take tougher fights. Nine and one, not many people would take a fight like that <laughs> once they've got a decent record under their belt, let alone when they're on debut. But... He's got so much experience in amateurs that he's going to be taking that straight into this uh, this professional career that he's embarking on. Now, just do me a favour tonight. Make sure those boxers all know which gloves they're wearing tonight. There was a little bit of a hiccup in your pregame. <sighs> yeah, I know. Were you filthy? Were you dirty on that? I was absolutely filthy. I couldn't believe it. Like The amount of hoops that we jumped through um, to get the fight on and then to have that happen before... And it ended up being a great fight. It too. was. Actually, it ended the... up being a great fight. But, you know, to, to go through that, I've, got, I've, I've made sure that I've sent some of my boys back there to be, able to, to be able to watch the inspectors as well and make sure that we don't have that same hiccup again because we want to keep rolling through these fights tonight. Mate, we'll be turning them over pretty quick, so big knockout straight into the next <laughs> one. You do a fantastic job. Can I just say, too, that we we are slightly annoyed that you took Lieutenant Dan Hennessy away from us because he's a good friend of, <laughs> he's, he's a good friend of mine, but he loves it. He, he, he treats it like an art form, and he just adds that little bit of uh, cream on top of your promotion. So I'm really, I'm really happy for him, but, gee, we miss him over here. Absolutely. It's the entertainment business, and that's what I love about Lieutenant Dan is that he knows how to put on a show, and that's what we want. We want we want to keep the fans happy, keep everyone tuning in, and we're very grateful that you've shared Lieutenant Dan with us. <laughs> well, mate, you look after him. Uh, George, the best of luck, mate. Uh, it looks like fun. I'm going to book it myself. We book it here on Sky Arena. You are over on SC, uh, SEN in, in Australia. Book it on KO or Foxtel. Have a good night, mate. Thanks for the time, and uh, thanks for reminding me that you don't really care about what happened in the 2011 Grand Final, just as long as you won. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, mate. And make sure you don't blink tonight because you'll miss all the action. Yeah, you're a good man. Thanks, George. George Rose from No Limit Boxing, the promoter of the footy fight night tonight. What a good bloke. Uh, and really smart. Now, I, I am quite surprised when he's told us that the Lusser Gallon fight is only three by twos. Three by two. That's, that's actually true corporate boxing. I would have thought maybe for the main event it would have been a little longer, but you'll probably find that the uh, Garside, excuse me, Harry Garside uh, Mudalia match is a little bit longer for his pro debut. How about that? How about that at all?